welcome back to another episode of the Legendary Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ted Rice. This is the show that's about taking your health, your body, and your life to the next level. And today we have a really special topic. The title of this episode is Seven Ways to Escape the Overwhelm to Reclaim Your Life. Before we get to that, I want to give a shout out to all the people who joined the 30-day challenge for for Legendary Life. It was incredible. We have over 50 people in the group and we just started. It was our first time. People are posting selfies of them working out and posting you know, well, we asked them, by the way, we didn't, they're not selfie addicted people, but we asked them to do that. We asked them to, to do these challenges and they're doing it. And it's so awesome to have a community where people are engaged in taking action because there's no way I wanted to start another group like I did. I think the first year I had the podcast, it was one person who was commenting on everything and it was, uh, you know, and I appreciated their effort, but it was just dead. And now we have this, this group that's live. And of course, we have the CEO Strength Fitness Coaching Group. That's, that's going strong as well. But they're paying to be a part of it. Of course, they've got skin in the game. Of course, they're excited about it, right? But to have a free group, that's really exciting to see. Is people who are taking control of their life and involving themselves in the 30-day challenge. Also, want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Natural Stacks. Of course, if you miss the 30% discount sale, no worries. You still get 15% off at naturalstacks.com on any of their supplements if you use my name, T-E-D-R-Y-C-E, at checkout as the promo code. So all capital letters, no space, my name, Ted Rice, right? And I highly recommend the physical performance stack, the protein, the biocreatine, and the branch chain amino acids. I'm taking that stuff right now. I know I've talked about beta alanine and creatine and protein before, but I'm loving their stack. I'm going to talk more about that later, but I highly recommend that. By the way, I'm having trouble recommending some of the other supplements. I took their serotonin and I took it in the morning, felt really weird. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have Ryan come back on and to explain how to use some of the supplements. Actually, someone who bought one of the other supplements as well, the nootropic supplements asked, hey man, wait, how do I use this stuff? So I'm going to get Ryan back on just to let you know. But now let's dive into our topic for today. Seven ways to escape the overwhelm to reclaim your life. Summer is over. Labor Day has come and gone. Your kids, if you have them, are back in school. If you're a bit younger, no, no kids, no wife yet, no husband yet, then you're back in action. The summer fun is over. And we still have four months left in 2016. It's amazing how fast this went by. And I want to know, what are your plans? How are you going to spend the last four months of 2016? Are you going to mess around and wait until the New Year's resolution, New Year, New You, BS, that everyone starts for a month or two and then gives up? Or are you going to take action now? Because you know what? You can make serious progress in four months. It's not about the time. 
Okay, time is important, but it's about the action that you take. And I want to tell you a quick story before I get into this. It's very funny. If you heard the episode with Thomas Plummer, which was episode 177, How to Ruin Your Life by 40, which, you know, is a little bit of an odd title, right? Like, I don't want to know how to do that, but, but it's important we take that perspective sometimes. And I'll tell you why. I was talking to Thomas. I was like, man, I'm into this peak performance idea. I want to help people perform at their best there because they're always performing great. And they, I want to help them perform even better. What do you think about that, Tom? He said, what are you talking about, Ted? People are crushed out there. They're dying out there. They're working in the seated workplace. They're not moving their bodies enough. They're not getting enough sleep. They're not getting enough exercise. They're weak. They're sleep deprived. They're stressed out. What are you talking about peak performance? People are just trying to survive. And I thought about that for for a minute after our conversation that he was nice enough to, to really coach me on what I was doing. And I thought about it, and he's absolutely right. I'm not getting people who are, most of us were not like, hey, I'm really killing it, but I, I want to just kill it even more. I want to crush it even more. A lot of us, we're struggling, and I'll be honest, in, in some ways, I'm there as well. Transitioning from one-on-one personal training to building this thing that I have going now, I mean, it's going well and people are always telling me, hey, you're crushing it, Ted. Hey, you're killing it, Ted. Hey, you're doing so well, Ted. I always see you doing something amazing. But it's, it's an incredible amount of work. I haven't been on vacation and I'm not thinking about going on. My, my idea of vacation is going to my dad's for a couple days, right? And we're just in this situation of growing this business and it's a very stressful time and it's getting better all the time, right? Every month we're making progress, but it's incredibly stressful. It's an incredible amount of work. And for those of you who have your businesses, who work for yourself, you know what I'm talking about. People don't realize, nine to fivers don't realize, and no disrespect to you if you're a nine to fiver, but you know, I, I put in 12 hour days, like, like you can't impress me by telling me how much you work. Cause that's just not, impre- you know, it's just not impressive. It's like, I put it, what are you talking about? 12 hour days, like what I usually do, you know, that's not a normal day, a 14 hour day. Now we're really pushing it or 16 hour. So yeah, anyway, and I thought about it and it's so true. And I want to talk about ways to escape the overwhelm and to reclaim your life. And these are things I've had to do in my life. As you know, my story, if you have heard my story before, it's not exactly a story of growing up with uh, everything I wanted and everything was handed to me and it was just great all the time because it wasn't. It was pretty bad. Not to dramatize it, not to make a big deal out of what I've been through because we all have our stories and some people have worse stories than I do and some people haven't had it as bad as I have and that's just the world we live in. But I want to get into these seven ways to escape the overwhelm because this is stuff that I've had to do personally. This is what I have to coach my clients on sometimes with 
exercise, with getting their mindset right. And I've been on this big mindset kick because of the coaching group, because of the 30-day challenge. I see so many people need to get this dialed in. So without further ado, let's get into it. Number one, to escape the overwhelm, to reclaim your life, is to accept responsibility for your life. Look in the mirror, accept responsibility for your life, accept responsibility for your health, accept responsibility for all the habits that you have. And I want you to do this because no one is coming to save you. It's one of the most powerful lessons that I ever learned. No one is coming to save you. And I used to want someone so bad to show up in my life to save me, but no one is coming to save you. Do you think whoever's going to, if you're in the US, you think whoever's going to get elected is going to fix everything? Of course not. They're going to do what they think is right and hopefully that impacts us in a positive way, but I don't even care who you're going to vote for. They're not going to fix it, okay? There's no one coming to save you. There's no relationship. There's no man or woman who you're going to date or marry or, you know, or friend that you're going to make who's going to come and save you. Now, we all need social support. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about accepting responsibility for your life because no one is going to take responsibility for it like you can, Okay, and like you should. And when you do that, and when you look at your life and say, you know what, I'm the reason that this situation is what it is. And to get personal, it was my decision to leave personal training or to to slowly transition out of personal training to online coaching, to putting together group coaching, to doing speaking, to doing retreats. That was my choice, my decision. And I need to accept all the stress, the struggle, the overwhelm that comes with that. But by taking responsibility for where you are, what you're doing, by taking responsibility for your health, it's empowering. And I'm not talking about beating yourself up. Don't say, wow, you're the idiot who got yourself here. That's not what I'm talking about at all. Just saying, hey, listen, the choices I've made have gotten me to this point financially, have gotten me to this point fitness-wise, health-wise, have gotten me to this point with the relationships that I have in my life with my family, my friends. And I need to accept that because it's about taking back control. It's about taking power over your life again. Number two is confront your fears. Confront your fears because they're lying to you. And I've been hearing a lot of fears lately oh, Ted, I, I don't know if I can do the 30-day challenge or do the group coaching because I'm, I'm afraid I'm not doing the exercises right. I'm afraid of people looking at me in the gym. I'm afraid of you know working on my social skills. I'm afraid of public speaking. I'm afraid to ask my boss for a raise. I'm afraid to ask that woman out for a date. I'm afraid to let that man know that I like him. Your fears are lying to you and they're never going to go away. There is never going to be a time where you just never feel any fear, never feel any trepidation about stepping up to the next level in your life. You're always going to feel that. And I'll be honest, when I interview some of the bigger people on here, I get a little excited before I do it. When I gave my last public talk under 21 convention, 
I I was shaking, not not shaking, but I couldn't use my hands. I was like, had the clicker in my hands. I couldn't use it. And it was one of the smallest groups that I've spoken to, but I would only have two weeks to prepare for it. So the, the fears never go away. The thing that changes is you confronting them, you stepping up, you saying, hey, you know what? When I tell myself that I don't have time to exercise, that's BS. I'm going to start doing it. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have time. That's all BS. Okay. Confront your fears because they're lying to you. In fact, if you're afraid to do something, that's probably, and, and it's not like, hey, let's go diving at the Great Rare Barrier Bree. Uh, I can't talk, can't speak English right now. Let's go diving at the Great Barrier Reef in Australia with like a dead, you know, sirloin steak tied around my body. Like I think one of the guys did in Jackass and then he got, you know, bit by a shark or something or nearly bit by a shark. That's now, if you're afraid to do that, that's not what we're talking about here. We're not talking about, you know, really putting yourself at risk. We're talking about the things where there it's really social risk, right? The afraid of asking someone for a date, afraid of going to the gym and working out because you're afraid someone's looking at you, afraid of doing exercises because you're afraid that you're going to do them wrong and get hurt. Guess what? I know how to do exercise. I've got some of the best technique around and I still get hurt sometimes, you know? There's no way around it. Confront your fears, take action, okay? Third, delete the drama. And what I mean is delete the drama for your, from yourself and other people. I'm not just talking about other people, but from yourself. Let's talk about from yourself first. One thing that I see with a lot of clients is when they're doing well with their workouts, when they're doing well with their nutrition, when they're getting to bed on time, using good sleep hygiene, and then they mess up. And it's usually nutrition-wise, right? That's the thing that gets us. And then they're like, oh my gosh, I ate that cake or that cookie, or if you're like me, ice cream. I love ice cream, and that's probably my favorite, gelato. And you're like, oh, I'm the loser I thought I was. I just failed right now. I just ate this stuff I wasn't supposed to eat. What's wrong with me? Like, ah, delete the drama. You messed up. Don't do it again. Okay. Unless you, <laughs> I'm not going to even make a joke, but you know what I'm talking about here. If you, you know, we're not talking about really doing something wrong here, right? We're not talking about robbing a bank and then feeling bad about it afterward. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the stuff in your life. We're talking about missing a workout and beating yourself up uh, for it. We're talking about eating some, some junk food right? Acting like a junk food addict, which I do sometimes. I had to throw away some cookies that someone gave me because I was going to eat them all, right? But I'm, I'm not dramatic about it. I just throw away the cookies and get back on track. Delete the drama from yourself, okay? And don't say, oh my gosh, the life, my life, oh my gosh, it's crazy. Delete the drama. You got the life that you have, okay? Accept responsibility for it. Now, delete the drama about it. Sometimes we need to vent and that's okay, but no complaining. Do you know the difference between venting and complaining? Some people don't. Complaining is when you talk about something, oh, I'm so overweight, I'm so out of shape, I feel like a mess, like a piece of garbage. 
and you don't do anything about it. And perhaps you even say, I'm so tired of this. I'm, I'm going to go work out. I'm going to join a gym. I'm going to do something. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to work out six days a week. Now I'm only going to take one day of rest. That's what I'm going to do because I'm sick of this. And then you don't do anything, right? And then you just have to complain some more and it makes you feel like you're actually getting somewhere because you're, you're, you're so emotionally charged up about it. That's not okay. But venting is okay. And I've got to vent to Giselle sometimes, and she's got to vent to me. And venting is when you're taking consistent action and things aren't going your way and you need to talk about it. And it's awesome to do that. So that's not what I'm talking about either. You need to vent. You need to get it out. You need support. You need to be able to share things with people, with your partner, with your friends, with your family. You need to be able to do that, but in the context of taking action, okay? And delete drama from others. If you're one of those people who's on Facebook or the internet and your social media, anything, and you're looking for things to get upset about, oh, the terrorism, oh, Trump, oh, Hillary, oh, oh, delete the drama. That's not helping you. You're better than that. Now, you're, you listen to this podcast, so you probably have heard me talk about that a lot but you got to delete the drama from your life. Arguing about politics does zero. It doesn't change anybody's mind. It makes you feel like you're, you know what it's really for? You know why really people really do it? So it makes them feel like they're doing anything without actually doing anything. Okay. And maybe it's about politics with you and your friends. Maybe it's about, you know, it, the politics of the fitness business is what I see a lot. People are like, oh, can you see this person touting this BS workout that's just complete garbage and not scientific? It's like, yeah, so who cares? They're getting results with people and they don't know how it's happening. Delete the drama. And I mean that literally. Delete people from your life. I mean, don't delete them, but don't hang out with them. Don't take their calls. When they call you, text them back. I actually do this. Now, I don't have a lot of drama in my life. I'm having to do this, unfortunately, to the friends, to the people that I want to hang out with, which is unfortunate, but I've had to prioritize what we're doing with Legendary Life over a lot of things. I'm making the sacrifices. But if you have people who are trying to get you to come out and drink and eat wings and watch the game or you know, go out dancing at the club all night so you can meet some guys or something unhealthy, something that's not unhealthy, but taking you away from what you're trying to do. Now, we all need to blow off steam. We all need to have our little gelato or do whatever it is that we need to do. But if that's like an every week thing, that's too much. If it's something that's severely slowing you down, it's too much. Delete them from your life. I don't even care if it's your family. I'll tell you something. I had to put up with a lot of people telling me I shouldn't go into personal training. How are you going to make a living out of that, Ted? I've never heard such a thing. Well, just because they didn't know about it doesn't mean that you can't be successful doing it. In fact, that's what I went on to do. And I know a ton of trainers who charge, you know, 75, 100, 125, $150 an hour. And they're, they're full of clients right now. They're, they've got a full schedule. So delete people from your life, text them back instead of calling them back or don't get back to them at all. I don't care who it is. 
you know, be ruthless with your time. If you're setting a goal for yourself to reclaim your life, to escape the overwhelm, don't let people add any more drama to your life. Number four is keep it in perspective. Nothing stays the same forever. Your life will change. Your body will change. Everything will change. Now, hopefully it's changing in the way that you want it to go. So if you're struggling now and you're taking action to overcome that obstacle that you have in your path, it's going to get better. I want to talk about this a little bit in terms of health and fitness, because sometimes I'll get people who start working out in the group or a coaching client or even personal training clients, and they'll work out for a week or two. And they're like, oh, you know, I don't know. I haven't lost any weight yet. It's like, I don't care. You've been at this for a week or two weeks. I don't care what your results are. That's like talking to your boss. Hey, you know, I've been working for a whole two weeks now. And, you know, I'm just not making that much money. I I, I feel like, you know, I know I just started working here for two weeks. But, you know, I, I feel like I should be just making more money, you know. You got to put in the time is what I'm saying, okay? So keep things in perspective and stop focusing on the immediate results. And I feel like marketing, especially, you know, and I'm talking about the US, I'm talking about Canada, I'm talking, well, I can't even speak for Canada or, or the UK or Australia, but I'm talking about the US here because US is crazy with marketing. Change your body in 30 days, seven minute abs, lose seven pounds in seven days. Are you ready? Day one, don't eat. Day two, don't eat any food today either. You know, it's just like crazy. The types of perspectives that we have and the expectations we have, we have very high expectations for very little skin in the game, you know, for very little work. And that's kind of marketing that's done that to us in a way, but it's up to us to keep things in perspective. So I want you to keep that in mind. Keep things in perspective. Think about, okay, I w- you want to look like a, the cover model of Shape Magazine or Men's Health Magazine. How long have you put in? Some people take months to diet down. They've been working out for years and they take months to diet down just to look like what you see on the cover of the magazine for the shoot. And then it goes away because they need to drink water again and eat food again, right? Because they diet down really aggressively. So keep things in perspective. Keep your goals in perspective. You're not going to go from working part-time in Target for minimum wage to making 200K in six months. It's just not going to happen unless you win the lottery, okay? Keep things in perspective. Number five, control your calendar and make time for yourself. Control your calendar and make time for yourself. Far too often, and, and women are especially prone to this, right? Women, I feel like all the women I know, they really, they put their husbands first or their kids, especially their kids at first and put everything first. Or, you know, like Giselle, I'll tell you, Giselle works like crazy. She puts people to shame with her work ethic. She's incredible. And by the way, she's, I've got her to come on the podcast, but she's terrible with making time for herself and to make sure that she de-stresses and exercises. Now she's lucky because she's 
kind of naturally uh, small framed and naturally thin. It doesn't, she's one of those people you kind of hate because it doesn't take much for her to get in shape, but she has trouble even doing that, pulling herself away from all the responsibilities of, of running this thing we have going to make time for herself. And I'm really good about making time for myself. Okay. I really prioritize it. And sometimes I need to make sure I cut back on time for myself to push myself harder. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the people who really need to control your calendar. So if your kids are in like three different sports and you're driving, don't do that to yourself. Okay. If your friends are asking you to commit to things, control your calendar. Say no to people. I say no to people all the time, like I talked about earlier. And these are people who I want to hang out with. I want to see my friends, but I know I have, I have obligations. What am I going to tell my coaching clients? Hey, I I know I said I was going to write your workout for you, but my friend asked me to go out and I had to go. That's not going to fly. You've got to make time for yourself And you've got to control your calendar. You've got to know what your priorities are and it needs to be reflected in your schedule. And if you're wondering, hey, what do I prioritize? Well, number six is prioritize your health. Prioritize your health. And I'm going to go really deep into this in a future episode, but here's what I want to tell you right now. So many of us We walk around thinking like the world's a bad place. Oh, just look at what's happening in the world today. Just look at the violence. Look at the injustice. Look at all this terrible stuff. Uh, Everything is so negative. The the global warming, the, the floods, the everything. When the negative people don't realize that the biggest source of their negativity comes from within inside. It's coming from within themselves. And the biggest thing that you can do to control the negative feelings, that those bad feelings that you feel about the world, about yourself, about everything else, is by taking control of yourself. Oh my God, my life is so stressful. No, it's not. You don't exercise, you eat terribly, and you don't sleep enough. It's not that your life is so stressful, it's that you're out of shape for your life. Things become much less stressful. The world becomes a much happier and not as negative place when you're healthier. What about Sean Stevenson talking about how couples are more likely to argue when they've had a bad night's sleep? What about you? What about Dr. Tara Swart talking about how people are more likely to make racist decisions when they're sleep deprived? Did you check out? Do you remember that interview? So what I'm trying to tell you is that the health of your body dictates your emotional state. And what I want to challenge you about is I want you to see if by prioritizing your health and making time to exercise, making time to go to bed on time, right? Setting that into your schedule, making time to eat the foods that are going to nourish your body and give you all the vitamins and minerals that you need to make your body run like the amazing machine that it is. And then tell me if you still feel like the world's a negative place and that your life is so stressful after that. I want to know. I'm challenging you to do that. And if you take care of yourself 
and you still feel like everything's terrible and that your life is out of control, well, well, that's for another podcast. But I want to challenge you to see if most of what you're feeling can't be handled just by taking control yourself. And I'll tell you, we got our hormones, right? You just listened to Dr. Tammy Miraglia talk about how our hormones help us with our energy. When you take care of yourself, your hormones are going to be better and you're going to feel more energetic and less tired naturally. What about our neurotransmitters, right? What about all the other things that are going on? What about your mitochondria? That's what you build up when you do aerobic exercise, the the energy powerhouses for our cells. Prioritize your health and see if that doesn't take care of 70, 80, 90% of your stress and negativity. And seven is commit to changing. If you're overweight and you're not willing to do what it takes, then commit to that. Say, you know what? I'm going to stop beating myself up. I'm just going to be fat. Or if you want to make a difference, commit to changing. Don't tell, don't say, oh, I, you know, I tried hiring a trainer, but they talked too much. So I just gave up. Or I tried this coaching program called CO Strength and Ted was too hyperactive. And, you know, I just had to get, you know, I couldn't do it. I had to give up. Commit to changing. And find, and and if my coaching program doesn't work for you or the 30-day challenge or whatever doesn't work for you, okay, I'm cool with that. My number one goal is for whether you give me any money or sign up for anything that I ever do or come to a retreat or buy any, uh, any product that I ever sell, my number one goal is to create a change in people, in the world, in you. Because I feel like what's even more dangerous than terrorism or global warming or any of those things is when people get lost and when people don't have the energy that's necessary to dominate their day, to crush their life, to go after what they truly want, to unlock their potential. I feel that's the most dangerous thing that we're facing today. And by committing to change, you strengthen your resolve to say, hey, listen, I'm going to do this. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care about the obstacles I face. I don't care about the ups, the downs. I'm going to do it because I'll tell you, I'm committed to legendary life like that. I've burnt my ships, right? That's that's what they say. Uh, I forget who did that, but they but some Spanish conqueror or, you know, explorer slash conqueror came to, I think it was America or maybe it was South America or, you know, Cuba or Dominican Republic, whatever. And he wanted to accomplish something. So he had his men burn his ships. There was no plan B. There was no way out. And that's how committed I am to legendary life and to moving forward with wherever this journey takes me. Even though it's not straight, it's been winding and twisting and that's okay and ups and downs. We're starting to figure it out. I want you to be that committed to the goals in your life. Maybe it's health and fitness because this is mostly a health and fitness podcast. Maybe it's another area of your life. Whatever it is, I want you committed to it. I want you to commit to the change. I want you to commit to finding what works no matter how long it takes, no matter how difficult the ups and downs are, commit to making the change because the journey will change who you are as a person and it will ultimately lead you to the life 
that you truly want to live. I want to finish today with a quote. Do not let your fire go out. Spark by irreplaceable spark in the hopeless swamps of the not quite, the not yet, and the not at all. Do not let the hero in your soul perish in lonely frustration for the life you've deserved and have never been able to reach. The world you desire can be won. It exists. It is possible. It's yours. That's what I want you to ponder about how you're going to spend the last four months of 2016. Thanks for listening. Have an incredible week and I'll speak to you soon. 